next on 103.3 FM. Welcome to the Jay Bright Show. I'm your host, none other than the locally famous Jay Bright, and this right here is my show. It's been a crazy couple weeks or months, but who's counting, since the last cast, but it feels so good to be back. This is a special edition episode, and I felt that with the Cowboys' most recent defeat, that we should just talk Cowboys today. But to brighten up the cast, (laughs) I've got a special treat for you all who stay until the end of the podcast. So go ahead and wait. And if you hear some noise in the background, that's because this show is being brought to you by the Scion TC. That is where we are in right now, cruising to our vacation this weekend in Lago Vista, Texas. No idea where that's at. It's somewhere near Austin. So if you're out in that area, do not come by because I'm on vacation mode. Anyways, so back to the podcast. So, for the last time, till next season, let's talk Dallas Cowboys. The boys are back in town, the boys are back in town. are indeed back in town by that I mean back home because they are done for the season the Dallas Cowboys lost in their final game in a horrific home playoff game against the Green Bay Packers last Sunday 34 to 31 on a last second field goal by Mason freaking Crosby it was a valiant effort and a great almost comeback from a team that got down 21 to 3 at one point in the game All the big guns on offense showed up for this one. The two rookies, Dak throwing for over 300 yards and three touchdowns and a clutch two-point conversion. Zeke had over 120 yards and Dez Bryant had over 100 yards and two touchdowns. But it wasn't enough. With those stats from your big three, you'd expect to win and win big. But the defense couldn't stop a nosebleed in this one and let Aaron Rodgers carve them up like a Thanksgiving turkey themed Halloween jack-o'-lantern. Long story short, it was a lot of carpet being done. Couldn't stop him. Now my take from this game is that Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. The legend is true. He is one of the best quarterbacks the game has ever seen. Even if JoJo and Little Rodgers hate him. (laughs) Bachelorette reference. Chris Harrison is the man. Anyways, Aaron Rodgers made me a believer last week. Now, I won't be watching any more football this year for obvious reasons, 
but I wouldn't bet against Rodgers taking it all this year. He's on a mission and he's out for blood. Quick hits. Now, Byron Jones is still young and he won't make the mistake he made at the end of the game next season. I believe that. You can't let anyone get behind you though, Byron. Not in these types of situations. Especially if you line up in a prevent defense to end the game. Now, with Zeke and Dak having a year of experience under their belt, the Cowboys may go undefeated next season, barring significant injuries. Now, Dez is going to Dez next season, and he and Dak's chemistry gained real momentum at the end of the season, so I am looking forward to that. Records may be broken. Jason Witten is coming back. Enough said. Sean Lee went a whole year without injury. Hope he can keep that up because when he's healthy, he is the best linebacker in the game. Yes, I said it. Mo Claiborne. Morris. Get him out of here. He should be gone. Fragile Man, a.k.a. Morris Claiborne, left the biggest game of the year with bruised ribs. He was on the sideline because his ribs were bruised. Not broken. They were bruised. Get him out of here. No heart. Get him off the team. Now sign Ron Leary back at left guard and move Leo Collins to right tackle. He played it in college, and he's quick enough to control the edge. Doug Free can become the O-line coach or something if he wants to. I don't know. he do whatever he wants. Shock time. I've got three big shock moves that the Cowboys need to do to assure themselves a Super Bowl next season. Number one, make Jeffrey Heath the starting safety for next season. The GOAT, a.k.a. Jeff Heath, is a playmaker. He had two interceptions last game, even though one they cheated on and they only counted that one, but hey, he also had a sack and a number of solid plays throughout the game. Now, at the very least, if they do bring Barry Church back, Heath should get more playing time next season, even if he's not starting. There's not that many white safeties in this league, but this one right here, he belongs. Get Jeffrey Heath on the field. Number two, sign Deshaun Jackson in free agency. Now, T. Willie, Mr. Body Catcher, his contract is up. And at the right price, I might bring him back. But he, I think he might demand number two or number one wide receiver money on the market. And I don't think that we should pay him that. I think we should sign Deshaun Jackson. And then T. Willie would be a nice three or four receiver. You know, Beasley's working a slot. But T. Willie can be out there. There's, there's some space for him. At the right price. But if you look up and down this wide receiver depth on this team, there's not one player besides Dez that can stretch the field. And Dez isn't even that type of receiver. He's just a beast, so he can do it all. But if you put Deshaun Jackson opposite Dez, it's over. Now, got to revisit the cap situation to see how we make this happen. But if it can be done, then do it. You would also get a real return man. Like, Lucky Whitehead is not the guy that we wanted him to be. And it seemed like he fell out of favor with the coaching staff as Beasley was taking all the punts last game. So bring in Jackson and you have a real threat to take it to the house every time. 
Alright, last one. Last but not least, Tony Romo, baby. Antonio Romo. Contrary to popular belief, I love Romo. I think he's great. And he carried this team for many, many years. Now, there's talk of trading, releasing Romo in the offseason. I say, it's shock time, remember? I say, do none of the above. Keep Romo. What? Why, you may ask? Well, I'll tell you, Cowboys fans. <laughs> Romo doesn't belong anywhere else but in a Cowboys uniform. The passing of the torch has been made. Dak Prescott is your starting quarterback for next season, no doubt about it. But trading or releasing Romo, it may free up some cap space for this year, but what about the penalty that it causes on the cap for next season and the season after that? The cap hit would be pretty vicious. So I say bring him back. You made your bed, Mr. Jones, now you gotta sleep in it. Without Prescott's emergence, Romo was gonna be on the books for years to come anyways. That's what you had it as. You thought that he was going to be the starting quarterback. So just keep him as the backup. Or have him battle it out for QB1. Hey. <laughs> every, every other position has a competition at it. There's always competition. Somebody could take your spot. Except for quarterback. I don't know why. Now money aside, Romo makes for the greatest backup quarterback in NFL history. Now, if Romo comes out and says, hey, I want to go elsewhere. I want to be traded or released. I I don't want to be here. Then give him the Barry Sanders ultimatum. You can play here or you can retire. He signed a contract. Y'all worked up the contract. He signed the contract. He lost his spot. He still got to play. He signed a contract. Now, I know Jerry loves Romo like his son, and, and, you know, they'll probably let him decide where he wants to go in the offseason. They'll do whatever's best for Romo, even if it's maybe not best for the team, but we'll see. We'll see. Now, enough of my ranting. It was fun, but enough of that. I don't know if you caught the, the boys to mid into the road in the background. But it is. Cowboy season's over. And with that in mind, I had some Cowboys fans call in and share their thoughts on the 2017 season. 2016-2017 season. So, without further ado, take it away, loyal listeners. I picked the best of the bunch. Now, these, these are the top calls. So, if you called in and you didn't make the air, I apologize. But, hey, thanks for listening to the show. But these are the best of the bunch right here. So, take it away, Cowboys fans. Man, it's too soon to be logical and be optimistic about next year. It's just too soon. Thanks for the call. Uh, I think a lot of Cowboys Nation shares in your feelings on that. The wound is just way too fresh. I mean, it just happened. Uh, that, that feeling after that field goal went through the uprights just straight ripped your heart out. Now, you'd think, Cowboys Nation, that we'd be used to it by now. But it hurts just the same every year. Thanks for the call. Next caller. Jay Bright. It's time for Rob Marinelli to go. Tired of all these excuses of we don't have the talent on defense and that Rob Marinelli is doing a wonderful job with sorry guys that we have. I don't see that. Our defense was not prepared in the game last week in Green Bay. 21 straight points. Are you kidding me? 21 straight points to start the game. Cam Rogers is the only offensive threat for Green Bay. They had a 
quarterback, the best receiver was out. And we just prepared to stop him. I like Marinelli, but it's time for him to go. Where's Lucky Smith? He's another Tony Dutchie guy. Lady Dutchie. And uh, I love it where the brains of the South defense. Just saying. Offensively, you are doing a nasty, dead, right teacher for the boys. And I keep Romo as a backup. We can't get an impact defense player for Great show. Great points, great points. Now, this is the first time that I've heard blame Marinelli, which makes me think, why is he getting a pass? We were at full strength, and like you said, we weren't ready for Rodgers. That's all they got. Now, now Rod's been here a while, uh, and the defense, they haven't improved at all. So I'd, I'd love a Lovey Smith hire. Get a brother in here on this coaching staff. That'd be great. And keep Romo, yes, totally agree. Now, I don't think you're going to get what you want out there for him on the trade market, so keep him. I mean, he signed a contract to be a cowboy. All right, thanks for the call. Great points, great points. Next caller. Hey, Jeremy, thanks for taking my call. Um, man, no prospect. So, I just want to say, I, I honestly don't think this is a disappointing season. We ended up with 13 wins. We have our quarterback for the next decade, even though I still love Tony Romo. We got our quarterback for the next decade in Jack. Can't hate. Um, we got Zeke, the best running back in the league, at least for the next five years. So, I think we're set. Also, Devon will be there. Dez will be there. You know, Byron Jones. We still got pieces on defense, and I think we'll be solid. I mean, we got this young class we just had. Malik Collins, Anthony Brown, and if Jalen Smith contributes next week, I think we can have a solid defense next year. We signed Suggs back. I think we need to sign Brandon Carr back, not Claiborne, just Carson more consistent. He's able to stay on the field. And he hasn't been that bad, honestly. People, he gets a bad rap, but he hasn't been that bad. And so I think we draft a receiver, we draft a pass rusher, I think we'll be right there next year. Honestly, I think we're the best team in this division, best team in the NFC, and I have no problem saying I think we'll be right back in the same spot next year playing for the Super Bowl. All right, I'm going to hang up, let you listen, let you talk. See you later. All right, thanks for the call. I appreciate the optimism in that call. 13 wins is a heck of a season. Could have been 14. So once you take a step back, you can appreciate the greatness that happened this season. Uh, Two rookies dominating. You've got your future backfield for years to come, and and not just them. Like you said, we got to haul this draft many contributors right away, and they all have another year of experience under their belt. And Jalen Smith, he's going to be a beast next season. This may go down as one of the best drafts in NFL history. And yes, get rid of fragile man Mo Claiborne. Great call, great points. Thanks for listening. Next caller. Hey, this is good old Colonel Weston, a.k.a. the Jerry Whisper. And I'll come tell you some news from Dallas, Texas, a.k.a. Jerry World. Now, obviously the season was a complete disaster because it didn't go 16-0, 19-0, and won the Super Bowl. Now, straight from Jerry's mouth, from what I've heard, sources say Tony Romo is gone. That said, gone. We've had enough of him. Also, straight from Jerry's mouth, Another close source to the Dallas Cowboys says, Dak Prescott is gone, and you know what that means. It's Jerry football time. 
Now, from what I heard, John football is sober, and you ready to play some football. So we're bringing back Johnny football to the Big D. Also, we're trading all eight draft picks, trading up to number one, getting Miles Garrett, and taking that number 94 right off of Randy Gregory. And we're going straight to the Super Bowl. From Jerry Jones, from Jerry World, it's Cousin Weston, signing out. <laughs> Thanks, Cowboy Weston, or Cousin Weston, whatever you called yourself. The Jerry Westbrook may have had one too many. <laughs> Just saying. But I wouldn't put it past Jerry to bring back or bring in a sober Johnny football. Now, that'd be something. Be one for the headlines. Get rid of Tony and bring in Johnny. Uh, Jerry's done crazier things. But thanks for the call, Jerry Whisperer. Always an entertaining call when I take one from the Jerry Whisperer. All right, next caller. Hey, is this the Jay Black Show? Am I on? Okay, I just wanted to talk to you about the Cowboys. I was very disappointed with this last game. I had already made plans for the Cowboys watching party for next week. What am I going to do with all these plates and napkins? Well, as always next year, the rookies have a season under their belt, and they'll be fired up and ready to go next season. Cowboys, you're still my team, and you're still America's team. There's no commercial this week, but I have something even better. Now, a couple podcasts ago, I don't know if you remember, but there was a trailer for a new and amazing show about two policemen entitled Bright and Early. So, without further ado, I present to you the series premiere of Bright and Early. Just on my Well, that was rude. Ugh, it's way too bright today. Just another day out in sunny LA. It's dealers in the streets and the coppers don't play. Took you so long in getting here. Well, sir, I live about 20 minutes away, and traffic was just... What happened? Did you not wake up early enough? <laughs> uh, how long have you been there? Long enough to know that we don't need to be sitting around here when the biggest criminal of them all is on the loose. What are you talking about? Captain, fill me in. Bright, 
early. Nightshade is on the loose. Well, who is Nightshade? Let me tell you, Nightshade Breedlove used to be an officer of the law. He used to have a nickname around these parts, the Cisco Kid. Now the Cisco Kid was a friend of mine. He drank whiskey. Poncho drank the wine. Who's Poncho? Ugh, never mind. Anyway, Breedlove used to be one of the best. That was until the night of the heist. About 15 years ago, Breedlove and I were working on one of the biggest busts in this city's history. The Green Boys gang was planning on something big. Ooh, this is gonna be a big one, boss. We're gonna take all the money in the whole city. They were not only gonna steal all the money out of Central Bank, they were gonna steal all the money out of every ATM in a 150 mile radius of the bank. And they almost got away with it too. But we had the jump on them. And we knew where they were gonna be at the time of the heist. Stop! It's over, Green Boys. We had them cornered on the corner of First and Corner Street. Then... Let them pass, Detective Bright. Breedlove, what are you doing? He had cut a deal with the Green Boys, and they gave him 50% of the loot. From that day on, I knew it was my mission to take him down. No one could ever link him to the heist, but I knew the truth. He then changed his name to simply Nightshade. And he's had a few run-ins with the law since then, but nothing major. What was he locked up for this time? Unpaid parking tickets. Enough of story time. Bright and early, get your ass out there and find Nightshade. Right away, sir. It's policing time. So where do we even start to look? Where is this guy? I didn't really think that far ahead. Thought we would just sort of drive around and find him. Early, quit touching buttons again. It wasn't me! Hello, Brian. Are you looking for me? Well, you can search and search, but you'll never find me. Good luck on your search, Bright, and new partner. I'll see you never. <laughs> Ugh, I hate that guy. If we're gonna find him, we're gonna need help. And I know just the person. Welcome to the 28th Precinct. How may I help you? We're here to see Winter. She's expecting us. 
Hey, early. Winter is coming. Uh, hey, Winter. Hello, Bright. And you must be early. Bright's told me about you. All good things, I hope. Yeah, something like that. So what can I help you fellows with? Well, Nightshade is out again. Oh, no. Yeah, and since you're the best tracker on this side of the Mississippi, I thought maybe you could help us track him down. Of course. Anything for you, Detective. <laughs> Thanks, Winter. Baby, tonight, tonight, I let you know. cross-referencing the audio frequencies from the message you received from Nightshade with our GPS database to see if we can get a hit. If he says anything, coughs or even sneezes will be able to catch him. Y'all have the technology to do that? Done! I've pinned his location at the corner of 2nd Street and Corner Street. Winter, you're the best. Early, let's go. It's policing time. Winter, can you hear me? Yes, loud and clear. I've added top-of-the-line ear monitors to your uniform so I'll guide you through every step of the way. Sweet! I also hacked into the security cameras at this location so I'll be able to guide you through your every move. Appreciate your guidance. And that's good, because we're already here. The location signal stops in the third room on your left. Be careful, Bright. I always am, toots. Dang, it's empty. Wait a minute. Early, do you see that over there? Is that a recording device? Hello, detectives. Were you hoping to find me here? I told you you'd never find me, Bright. Always a step slow, detective. Well, take this as a warning. You come and look for me and someone will pay the price. At the end of the day, I'm a businessman, detective. And this one, this one's on you. Oh my god. Well, that about wraps it up this week for the Jay Bright Show. I want to thank each and every one of you for listening to the show and promoting the show. Tell your friends about me. Do it. <laughs> All right. Well, that's my time. I'm about to go get in vacation mode. I might just kick my feet up, pop open a cold brew, catch some sun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get some sun. I'm going to do it. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. I'll be back one of these days. I will say next week, but who knows? <laughs> I'll be back again, though. Thank you again for listening. And y'all be easy. I'll holla. 
The time has come for me to go. I've had so much fun entertaining y'all. Till the next time or maybe the next show, I'll see you when I see you. I holla. Tell your friends about me.